0: All right, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Temple of Hoop. I'm your host, Coach Mabels, a.k.a. Jay Mabes here with my bro, as always, Kings. What's going on with you, man? And yeah, hanging in there, man. man you you got to see this fade, my boy, guy, right now. He's definitely <laughs> loving, loving post-vaccination life, man.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man, we shoot everything opening up now. It seems like damn near so.
0: For sure, for sure. You know, definitely has some uh, games going up, competition, heating up some things in the league going on. Um, First, we start out with the play of Steph Curry, absolutely going out of his mind uh, this season. This month, really starting to hit a a crescendo, really. Uh, in month of April, 40 points, seven rebounds. Seven assists, four rebounds on 56-49-91. Uh, shooting. It's been pretty incredible. Um, did have a little ankle turn at the end of the Celtics game, so we'll see how that looks, but in general, man, I just... Um, it, it's just been incredible watching him play, given the circumstances. Um, there were some questions, not from us, because, uh, you know, we, yeah. uh, we, we know we're looking at about whether uh, yeah. Steph was going to be able to quote-unquote carry a load or still be, you know, quote-unquote productive with no other, you know, with the lack of, you know, help all these buzzwords among you know NBA discussions the last couple of years. So my question for you, King, before I hand this over to you, we get going, is this mm-hmm. the best version that we've seen of Steph Curry in your opinion, and why?
1: Best version, uh, man, individually, um, I would say it's up there. Um, I would say.
0: Because after you go, after you go, I want to read to you some very interesting PPP stats from the MVP year in this year. But keep going. After I want. yeah. To I, I mean, I think I don't,
1: everybody thinks Steph's peak is the 73 and 9 year, but um, I don't think people have realized. Um, I think it was the 2018 year where um, he was actually on pace to outdo his MVP season before he got hurt. I think that was a 2018 year, or could have been in 2019 year. It was one of the one of the later years with KD where he was on pace to outdo his MVP season in 2016, but ended up getting hurt. Uh, I think this was 2019, but um, uh, you know he so he's been he's gotten better since his uh, unanimous MVP year. Um, to me, the things I do see that's better with Steph, um, his durability is definitely better. Uh, yes, yes, he, yes. He, his touch is the same. So he still has that great touch. Um his release is a little bit slower, but he's traded in a slower release for um being more physically fit to carry a a load. Um I think he that's kind of part of why he bulked up is he knew he'd have to, you know, exert himself more because the team had a lack of talent and it's starting to pay off. Um he's not wearing himself down because uh, one of the things people don't realize is in his unanimous MVP year, which is why I'm not surprised it flamed out the way it did. He actually started off a lot better than how he finished that year. Uh, the war is not finished that year strong. Um, they had some huh, losses. Uh, one of them being to my sea wolves. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, Curry's stats were dropping. Um, And there was some question of is he fatigued, you know, or is he – did he exert too much, you know, uh, trying to chase certain numbers. And uh, what has impressed me with Curry this year is that he's actually gotten better as the season gone on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: This is different from what we've seen from him before. So I think him bulking up is helping his durability, and as a result – we're seeing him being able to stay at an elite level for longer periods of time than what we've seen before, in my in my opinion. Right.
0: So, I just want to read to you. This is what was crazy to me. I got this, um, you know, shout out Tim NBA Index. Uh, they kind of organize all the stuff on synergy is pretty good. So this is this is steps. You know, PPR PPP, which is points per possession. In all of these instances, in 2016. And then the now, so and pick and roll as a ball handler in 2016, the MVP year, he's at 1.03. It's actually up this year in pick and roll to 1.13. Spot up shooting, two 2016, 1.41. This year, 1.39, slightly down. Isolation, 1.09, unanimous year. This year, 1.23. Up up a bunch. Mm-hmm. Handoff, one point two two unanimous year. Here this season, one point two five up slightly. Mm-hmm. Coming off screens, one point two two unanimous year. And this year down to one point oh six. I think a lot of that is just dealing with much better passers in twenty sixteen. Yeah, you know. right, yeah, right. So I look at these numbers and, I, you know, obviously you you have the numbers here. We add in the context like we always do. You know, with the considering the situation. The load he's carrying, and you know, it sounds blasphemous, right? And I don't want to, you know, <laughs> the, the, it's kind of got to separate the team success and what he's individually adding to the to the mix. But this feels kind of slightly more impressive. And I don't know what a poohpooh leading team is seven three wins. That is in, incredible. But this kind of feels. That's maybe me prisoner being prisoner in the moment, uh-huh. and, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I admit that could be wrong. But let me know what you think. It's, it's close, man. It's a discussion of whether or not this or that year is more impressive individually. Individually, when you take a deeper look. So, how how do you feel about that after seeing those seeing those numbers? Yeah, man. I mean, I kind of like I said,
1: kind of um, kind of uh, played into what I was thinking because you know um, I would be interested to see if you compared, like I said, this stats that we just pulled right now to. Curry and his United MVP year prior to the All Star break. Like I oh, wouldn't yeah, be shocked. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't be shocked if prior to the All Star break that year, that was like the best you had seen him. Like I said, like he really started to tail off, and his and his body started to like you know, like kind of like give out a little bit here and there, uh, and, and you know, with Curry since you know back in the day he was prone to little having little accidents, I would just keep him out um longer than necessary that's how he had that mcl on that slip spot um and then he had the wrist you know when they fell on his wrist i really think him choosing to bulk up his body has really just helped him just be able to take hits bruises slips i mean he hurt his tailbone on a slip you know what i'm saying but he's came back and he's played um Twist, twist, twist the ankle but I mean that's kind of going under the radar it's not looking like it's going to keep him out too long he's really gearing to just play through like ticky tack injuries that I think were more detrimental to him before and affected his play pr- in prior years where I don't think it's as doing it as much now and as a result um, he's just more he's more of a threat to stay at an elite level at a constant at a constant level throughout the games you know and it's making him a lot more dangerous. Uh, you know, you can't just rough him up and think that's going to take him out the game. That's not going to work anymore. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? He, he's used to the physicality at this point. He expects the physicality. He's doing, and then the more impressive thing is he's doing. You ready? Showtime. On May
0: 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy.
1: What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make
0: some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining
1: film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Turn to make out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read did PG-13. All this. Getting rich, almost double teamed like constantly. Yeah. Like, just constantly just getting double teamed. Two people with him off ball two people, people with him when he's on the screen, seeing box and one, seeing traps. It's just ridiculous um, what they throw at him, and he still produces at an elite level. So, right, yeah, he's better. I think he's just
0: he's just better. Like, he's just, he's just better. Yeah, I just think when you grow, to at this age, you know, we've seen it in other legends as they get to this stage in their early 30s, the game is probably going in slow motion for these mm-hmm. guys at this point who have been playing at high for so long. They've seen everything, so they just know how to react before. Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I'm putting you on the spot, Kings. We're going different. This this also got me thinking. You know, we've seen conversations. You know, it's been handed out. This guy's talked about, in your opinion, name me your five best. This is on the spot, y'all. Your five best individual player offensive engines in NBA history. Like this guy, you put him on a team, and the offense is completely fine. Give me your five best. This is off this is off the top. This is this is off the, off the cuff right here. Sheesh! Off
1: the top. <laughs> One, man. Ah, man. I gotta go. I think I'll go slightly. I think I'll go Curry. One, uh, two. I'll go LeBron. Three. I'll go Magic Johnson. Um. Damn. Four and five is yeah, tough. That's the yeah. but we had
0: the same three in a slightly different order, but this is where I'm struggling too. Who who your who are your the last two?
1: <sighs> man, the last two is tough, man. <laughs>
0: um, thing, you know, because I was thinking naturally, right? You 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 would think Kobe or Mike, but those guys weren't systems. They were yeah. in they they maximize systems they were in. I think that's what separates you know magic. Ah. Uh, Steph and LeBron.
1: Right. I think four, I got to go with Nash. Nash at four. Um, and then five. Five to me. Uh, man, I'll go CP3, five.
0: Okay. Okay, so here, here's my five. One, I'm going to go LeBron uh, just because... He's had a, situations where the help's been similar or as bad as, as we've seen from, from Steph this year. Right. He's gone, he's gone to the finals with that.
1: Yeah, for me, so, it's, it's always like 1A, one 1B one with Yeah, Steph yeah. I've, 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 I've,
0: I've, and I've yeah. seen you say that before, so it's not yeah. like, you know, we splitting hairs here with, with those Yeah, two I split hairs. So I just give it to LeBron. And then the, the size, too, is, is the, is the big off me when it right. comes down to it. Um, So LeBron is one. Steph is obviously two. A hair behind if he's not a dead heat through to uh, Magic is three for me. Just you know, he was Showtime. You're talking about nine finals in uh, in a 12 year career, it just being the system for a team. Um, it's tricky for me too. I would probably, I got to give it up to Nash for those Phoenix years what he was doing with with with, with the with the D'Antoni system and with, I up, and,
1: with and with Dallas before with the, Dallas exactly great, exactly great exactly
0: office. exactly. So yeah, it was it was a lot pre and, and post D'Antoni. He did it with Gentry too, man. That year he mm-hmm. went to the Western Conference Finals in 2010. Just It took Kobe going crazy for them to uh, to knock it out. So I'm with you on Nash at four. Five is where it gets tricky for me right. because here it is. I'm not against the Chris Paul thing, but I need like at least a conference finals with if, what if you're was, doing.
1: If it wasn't Chris Paul for me, I was going to
0: go Harden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know. And I just, you know, and it's just uh, yeah, it's just that's what that's I was. To
1: say. Say it. it was tough for me to say that's, that's where I would like, go, but realistically, if I had to really choose between Chris Paul Hart, I'm going James Harden. Right. Sorry, so, I'll, I'll revise that. I'm putting James Harden, yeah, at that,
0: and, and I am gonna. I, that's obviously. what I was going because you know, <laughs> you know, me, it burns me because I've never once denied James Harden talent, right? Never. I just feel like the way you played was not conducive to winning a championship, but. On the top of that, I will say that the only reason they didn't go to the finals was because there was an all-time team waiting uh, one year. And they still could have won it. They still could have won the 27th straight. You know, an right, And injuries and 27 straight missed threes, right? So I got to give it to to Jimmy Harden. Um, it's just guys that just can carry the load night in, night out, create right. looks for others with gravity or their own individual playmaking. Uh, I think that's my fifth, man. I just I got to give it up. Uh, we are going to mute this footage, uh, strike it from the system. <laughs> Man,
1: I, that was literally my first question. I, like, I, I can't go. I have to, but but I, You're right, though. Like uh, it's, it's it's like you know everybody praises looking for what he's doing, but I mean Harden perfected the play exactly. style for what exactly. he can
0: do. So that's what yeah, I kind of don't. Do that. That's why I kind of don't feel right with. Okay, I praise praising Luca, for this. But the guy who's doing it, we kind of rag on because it don't right. it don't win. We all know it doesn't win at the end of the right. day. So, and he did it and led him to like a top top seeding doing it. Not no plan. Right. So I'm saying it's, 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 it's kind of funny how that conversation is is twisted with two similar guys doing doing kind of the same thing. Um, that's a good segue, Kings. That leads us right into some interesting comments, both from uh, Luca Doncic and Mavs owner Mark Cuban, basically. Uh, complaining about the play-in situation. Uh, right now, the Mavs are pretty, even with the Lakers injury, the Mavs haven't been able to climb out that spot. Uh, right now, they're in seven, first team in the play-in. Uh, Memphis is eighth, Golden State is ninth, San Antonio was 10, the Pelicans are three games back behind them. Those are the last four teams fighting for three spots. I think the pills are going to be pretty much done in the next uh, couple weeks here. We'll see how that goes. But um, for me, I'll let you go after this. For me, it feels like kind of sour grapes because I feel like if the Mavericks were in fifth or fourth, they wouldn't care about the play-in situation. So, um, more important, how do you feel about the play-in scenario in general? Before you know, considering the teams complaining, how do you feel about it in general?
1: Well, you know, the league kind of did it as a way to uh when the when the league first introduced the play-in. It was done as a way to like, uh, you know, offset the fact that there wasn't, you know, a full slate of games. Right, that was the original for the
0: bubble, yeah. You
1: know, that was the original idea for for the playing games. But, you know, adopting it, you know, this year again, same thing. They want to have the playing because they knew they didn't have that last stretch of ten games. So it's like, you know, let's have a plan to give those teams a chance again. What it has. Uh, done inadvertently which is why i think the league will probably continue to keep it is that it's promoted teams from tank tanking bingo 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 an anti-tanking incentive so now teams that would have mailed it in if because they were on the borderline are now actually trying to make a push because to them the revenue from the playoff games is more important than you know, being getting like minimal amount of lottery ping pong balls. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a more cost effective trade off for them to make a playoff run, get some morale, get some boost and confidence to the fan base, and get some more capital flowing in, as opposed to like being hoping that you get a good draft position, even though you're not that bad of a team to where you're gonna get a lot of ping pong balls. So, it's offered a good incentive for that. Um, I do see it from a purist standpoint of, well, you have the whole regular season. And get to it, <laughs> right. You deserve a chance to do that and all that. It's innovation to tradition, basically. But I mean, whatever makes the game, whatever promotes more good basketball is good for the sport. And if these playoff playing games are going to make more teams actually co- try to compete, that's a positive, regardless of what anyone says. Right. In the grand scheme.
0: right. And that was my takeaway. The first part where it, it, it stopped teams from shamelessly tanking. Yeah. Uh, and the second part is it paired. They even the odds out so much from that top four. If they change the odds It's much more even on through the lottery where teams could jump up, that teams aren't going to tank a lot for the time being anyway. Because the odds it's, it's it's been they've been stretched, they've been evened out across it's not that big gap in the top three anymore like it used to be. Like they have more of a chance, but it's more spread out. And then on top of that, I didn't even think about the point you made, which was great about bringing in extra capital, especially in a COVID crunch year. Yeah. That is that that is especially something that I didn't I didn't necessarily um you know consider. But that's also a great a great point you raised there. Um I also Feel like it's an opportunity to give uh, young teams, you know, just for basketballs to a chance to play important basketball games. Yeah, right. Like these are like for you know Memphis, San Antonio, Pelicans, even Dallas. Luca's still young, you know. These teams have young players that are you know now playing in high leverage games going on through the right. season, and I think that's also you know fun to look at. Who doesn't want to see you know Steph play? Luca with the, with the playoff spot in the line, right? That's a like game seven with yes. two of the best, best players in the league. Right. So that, that's look, also
1: fun. And I look at it in the East too. It gives certain teams with vets that had injuries that they had to overcome a chance, like Washington. like Washington, like without the play in, they're tanking. Absolutely. But since they their tanking. And now <laughs> Beale and Westbrook have something to play for. And now we get a chance to see them in the important must win basketball games. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's what I'm saying. It promotes good basketball at the end of the day. At the end of the day, that's what matters more than anything else is, is this improving the product of basketball? I think the playing is that's, I don't think that's a problem with basketball, but that's not an issue with basketball right now. The playing's is
0: not one of them, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Of the things that I do have an issue with Adam. So we both <laughs> expressed some things. Uh, the, the playing isn't, isn't definitely isn't one of them. So just wanted to talk about uh, address that and see what we, what we thought about the the playing scenario and how it is going. I definitely think it's going to be good going forward. Uh, the league is always looking at ways to, you know, get more revenue in playing games. It's just more and more TV dollars. Um, sad news happened last week. Uh, Denver, who I was extremely high on going into uh, after the Aaron Gordon trade, they were rolling actually going to take a, in the middle of a late loss to the golden state warriors. Uh, Jamal Murray came down awkwardly tore ACL. Um, he had been playing hurt through the season, which kind of irked me even more. Um a lot was made. You know, Denver was in a playoff hunt. The games were coming, you know, back-to-backs, you know, four, t- a lot of four games in five nights, uh, you know, five games in seven nights, things of that nature. Um, was this, was the 71-day turnaround too much? We've we we we've hinted at it. We said, let's just get out there. Was a 71-day turnaround a, l- a little bit too much?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it was. <laughs> I mean no 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 ifs, hands, or buts about, but I mean, you saw what the NFL was doing when during their season, I mean, they did whatever it took, you know, to get to the finish line. Didn't matter if teams had assigned dudes off the street. I mean, you saw what happened with the Browns. They won a playoff game with dudes off the street. Man. Like it didn't matter what happened, you were gonna find a way to get through the season. And uh, the NBA was like, you know, we already tried to appeal <laughs> to, to 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 the rules and uh it didn't matter what happened during this year you we're going to deal with how short the offseason was and we we're going to make it to next season um man it's, it's 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 a pain but you know money is the ultimate deciding factor
0: here.
1: yeah yeah um, yeah yeah i mean you're seeing it, it it's the i just want to tell everybody this is every sport i mean we all up and down my timeline every soccer fan in the world was extremely hot I saw that all the major soccer, most not all, but most of the major soccer clubs all left their leagues to form like an NFL style, you know, super league. Like you talk about, World Cup is 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 is, might not happen ever. UEFA is completely dead thanks to this league, like all because of the revenue chasing the revenue.
0: Wasn't like a four hundred twenty five million ad like just for joining, right?
1: Yeah, for joining, you got half a billion. joining like that's how much money was going to be is going to be generated from this type of league I mean look the money is driving all these things the NBA is about to sign a 70 billion dollar TV deal NFL had a 110 billion dollar TV deal it comes down to it did, they don't the players value isn't more than the monetary value of the leagues this is just a philosophical societal issue. Um, we and can for, say what we want about it. It's just yeah. going to be, I don't know if you can do anything.
0: You know what bothers me? And I get it, but people just want to player sign up for it. I was like, okay, that's because if they don't, they get locked out and they get zero. They, I'm saying so like, what do you
1: have any leverage? You're right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right.
1: Like, like, okay, okay, okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, like, look, people say that, but people don't actually support labor because when <laughs> Kyrie came out with say, let's make our own lead. What was people doing? oh that's what the oh, people, what was people saying when Kyrie came out with the right idea of hey guys people come to see us let's pull our money together let's put our resource together and develop something for ourselves what did the fans say
0: I'm Ooh, they were the side, oh, yeah, they were the,
1: all, Kyrie a lunatic all types of stuff we're on the side of the owners now the owners flex all their mighty power it's like well well the players signed up for it in both situations the people responsible for the negatives get off scot free. In both right. scenarios, right. the people responsible for what we're complaining about don't get blamed. This is the, like uh, the microcosm of society in general. Like, yo, the owners are the reason why this is happening. Like you said, like what, like guys like Lou Dort, who had to right. sign a four year, $5 million deal because he didn't know he'd had another chance at playing games. You think he can take a, a, a year off?
0: that's what i'm saying
1: (laughs) like come on man be like be real like these guys can't take a whole year off the owners can this is a this is a side gig for them you know what i'm saying this is this is fun and fun and giggles for these guys like they don't care if like if we're off hoop for a year like all right cool like i'll take i'll take the uh you know the billion the hundreds of million dollars he actually got billions left you know what i'm saying like like Come on, guys. Yeah, they have yeah, no just, leverage. You
0: know, I was trying to kind of be, be realistic, man, about what you sign up for. It's like, well, I'm glad you're bringing some clarity and some reality. I know you deal with that type of train of thought in other aspects of life you're on the front lines for. So I appreciate yeah, it. It's, I mean, it's just a
1: lot of guys are not thinking about <laughs> the everyday
0: player. And like, right. like, they view things
1: in the eyes of the superstars. It's not the guys like, you know, the No. Orleans, Noels, the, you know, the Nasir Reeds. The Minimum you know Guys. The Gordon Dudangs, the Okogis. Like, those are the guys who can't, you know, they're not in a position to where they're able to take multiple times off, you know, miss multiple games or miss paychecks for a whole year. It's like, they're not stable, like like the high-end guys, or the high-quality role players, you know what I mean? So got, people got to look at it from like that, you know, the upcoming rookies. We're looking forward to, you know, finally escape poverty. For example, yeah. you know, now it's like, oh, we don't play at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like this, is, I was banking uh, on this. You know what I mean? Like, come on.
0: So real quick, you know, we brushed over that Murray injury. Is 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 uh, you know, kind of a maybe a death blow to the probably it is a death blow to the Nuggets' chances. Either they can still win one round if they don't draw the Lakers in the first round. You think mm-hmm. is that too much to overcome? If <sighs> I think if they drew a team like
1: Portland, yeah, they could win. Uh, if they're playing the Lakers, they were done. I mean, they were done regardless. Yeah, they're, they're like, playing the you Lakers. Us, you
0: know, five but or six is four now.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> I, I, it's, Unless Jokic go crazy, one game is probably a, a sweep. You know, I was looking at five to six game series with Murray, so without him, you know, it's looking like four, right. <laughs> five at best. Um, so that's just – Painful. And I, and then what's even worse is that not only does it compromise this year, it compromises next year because yes, the co- the yes, so, yeah. you know, this is
0: decision
1: know this is just a situation Lakers wanted to avoid. Um we'll just get to this topic we're talking about. Um you know, it's just
0: I it's rough, man, it's rough. You hate to see it. A lot of teams push
1: for it because they saw a weakness with the Lakers. They saw a weakness with the Nets. Yeah, you know yep. vulnerability. So a lot of teams push for it, but in pushing for it, they overlooked the fact that the Lakers and Nets were doing what they're doing because they want to avoid what ended up happening to these teams. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, very that's exactly why they did what they did.
0: Yeah, I think it looked like that, that and also yeah. that Mitchell injury looked a lot worse than it ended up being. I'm glad it ended up being not being a high-end right. low and minor. That that was a that was scary. I was like, man, that's season altering right there. If that's serious, yeah. So, but it looked like he avoided serious. So that's that's good. Knock on some wood. Hope, hope everybody stay healthy, man. I think I think the like a lot of people are complaining about the season, and rightfully so. With the referee and the scrum schedules, guys having to sit out. But I have a feeling the playoffs have some potential to be you know special and kind of salvage what we watched all year. So I'm hoping at least we get a mostly healthy you know playoffs. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I hope so too. Yeah. So, uh, shout out Teflon Reek. Uh, <laughs> talk about your, uh, your Boston boys turned it yeah. around on fire since they made the, uh, Evan Fournier trade from a lot of Celtics fans. It was more so getting rid of Daniel Tice and playing a little more smaller, <laughs> a little yeah. more small and quicker. And it's kind of spreading the floor out for Tatum yep. and Brown. And, uh, it's yeah. been, they just been on a roll. So, I have a
1: question. One of the issues I think they said was uh they was playing a lot too bigs. Yeah, you know, exactly. I and I didn't, a common yeah. thing I saw.
0: And it was, and then I saw another one just uh not enough Williams minutes for Robert Williams, and he's pretty much been splitting center spot with TT, and that's been their five rotation, and it's uh, mm-hmm. working out pretty well, man. Special six in a row. Um my question for you Boston goes in on the right, on the right, you know, upswing. Can they shock Philly? Or the Nets in
1: a series. They can for sure shock Philly. That's for sure. I mean, Boston's had Philly's number for the past like three seasons.
0: So yeah, it's been rough. They, they 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 just do a number on Ben Simmons.
1: <laughs> they do a number on Ben and they do enough to make MB gas out. Um so yeah, I can see Boston easily upsetting Philly. <sighs> Like I told Boston fans, man, that matchup with the Nets is just not it's just not good, <laughs> uh, they just don't have enough rim pressure creators, like yeah, you can show me you know how much they they finish you know at the rim in terms of you know like the points in the paint, the drives, yeah. okay, I get it, but watching the games, all drives are not created equal, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. All drives are not created equal. Are you forcing the defense to be sucked in, you know, by re- relentlessly, constantly attacking the rim? You know what I'm saying? Like Jalen Brown, Tatum, and Kemba aren't guys who are high on driving kicks. You know what I'm saying? Like they, like, yeah. The Celtics, the Celtics don't play off driving kicks, you know, that's not their type of play style. Um, They do get looks at the rim from spacing at the floor and playing, trying to play, you know, small and playing outside in. So obviously that's going to create space to drive. But they're not, you know what I'm saying, they're not looking to take guys off the bounce. Like that's not their first go-to. And that's why people have complained about Jason Tatum's selection. That's why you question why Jalen Brown Disappears. I mean, Kemba is small, so he gets swallowed by trees in the playoffs. And then they don't have any interior scoring because their bigs aren't good interior scoring wise.
0: Yeah, I get so, I, especially with Kemba. I get Lou Will vibes as far as that series against the Nets. Man, the way they are going to switch and get him on either Harden or Kyrie in space, I wonder how he's going to respond to that.
1: Uh, yeah, really they're know. gonna they're gonna hunt him. Uh, they're gonna hunt him. Defensively, and then he's going to have to consistently beat Claxton. Yep. Um, and I'm not sure if he can. You know, at this stage <laughs> of his career, because, um, you know, it's not hard to. And Claxton's a good perimeter defender as a big, pretty solid.
0: Yeah, it's
1: not hard for him to use his length to contest those jumpers, make his jump shot. You know, make it comfortable. And if you're not pressuring the rim, like, you know, taking this to the rim on Clacks and beating them consistently, you know, that's not you're not pressuring the nets. You know what I'm saying? So I and they have just haven't done that in their in their games against them. So the switch off the switch off switch everything with the with the length that the nets use is definitely something I think that just works against Boston because Boston's first of all Brad Stevens is not even a good offensive coach really in the NBA. His <laughs> offense is, the,
0: the, where, the wonder the Wonder Ken Ari is wearing off.
1: Like the I've always said this for years. Like I even said I said this when Brown was in the Cavs. I would never forget this, uh 2018 when, you know, the Cavs was down to everybody's like, oh it looks like it's over for Brown like, nah, I was like, I told him I was like, watch Boston's gonna go through stretches where they can't score. And then the Cavs will come back, tie the game, and win the series. And that's exactly what happened because Boston, with Brad Stevens, they just they just for whatever reason don't know how to generate easy looks is good enough. And it doesn't help that they don't have the playmakers this year. Um, they they're asking Taylor to play make a lot. They miss Hayward for playmaking. Yeah, it's just not a good matchup for the Nets, man. Like, <laughs> I think that's a five game series for the Nets. They play the Celtics. I just don't see the... I just don't see it working out in their favor, man. Like, there's just too much negatives for them against the Nets. Like, you know, playoff hoop is matchup-based. The Celtics do not match up with the Nets at all. Like, it's just not a good matchup for them.
0: All right. Woo! Spicy. So, moving on. We have to... You know, we like to give, you know, different players, you know, pub here and, and now and then. Um, right now, the one I'm thinking of is, is I've been last week because I watched more Knicks games. Julius Randle, man, just uh, yeah. a lot of people, you know, were high on him who are, who are Laker fans who watched. But even I got to say, even I didn't expect this, what I'm seeing this season alone as the undisputed number one of a team uh 24 11 and 6 on you know 46 41 80 shooting splits mm-hmm. um the 41% from 3 on 5 attempts is especially mind boggling to me it just shows the work uh he's put in he could not even shoot outside the key uh, as a rookie so um it, it's crazy to me my question now is after watching first of all the Knicks have won 6 in a row he's up to 27 points a game in that 6 game span they're 31 and 27, half game behind Boston, who's in fifth for the sixth seed. Um, With the amount of games, you know, KD has missed, a couple other forwards. Uh, mm-hmm. LeBron obviously is not going to be first team. Still, might sneak in or stagger in the third just because of the impact he had uh, when he did play, and plus what he might do when he comes back in a couple weeks. Um Is Julius Randle going to make an All NBA team? And that's that, that means like. You're considered as the top fifteen players in the NBA for that season. If you were one of those teams, uh, in your opinion, is he going to make one?
1: Yes, I think he. <laughs> I think he'll make one. I think, especially with the eighty injury.
0: Oh yeah, that opens up and a four with, spot. Oh, yeah, that AD opens
1: AD up the AD. four spot. eighty um, and KD. I think that. I think Julius Randle has a great chance to be a second team All NBA player this
0: year. Ooh, I had him third, second is yeah. Ooh.
1: Yeah, I think he has a great <laughs> chance to be second team. I mean, when you look at the forward, I mean, the first team, you're obviously going to probably see Kawhi and Giannis um, in the first team as forward spot. Second team, you'll probably get LeBron because he's probably played enough games to give him that qualification. And after that, I mean, who do you got? You know what I'm saying?
0: Like, Is Paul, Paul George is, is a guard? Uh, does some people have him as guard. Yeah, so some that, people that, have him as forward. That's, that's probably the differentiator uh, for me. Yeah.
1: But Yeah, that's going yeah, to be a deciding factor, like who gets put what? Because, you know, Paul George gets put to the guard, that opens up for Julius Randle. If he gets put this forward, now Julius Randle falls into the three range. So we have – and then, you know what I'm saying? So we have to look at it, who gets put where, you know what I'm saying, and, and how much games is the cutoff. But, you know, the only three locks that I have is Giannis, Kawhi at first, and then LeBron at two, second team, and then after that, it's anybody. So
0: Yeah, so I have took a couple questions for you about the the pushback I got when I put my off-the-cup uh, All-NBA teams. I'm sorry, y'all. I forgot about Booker and CP. I definitely got dragged, okay? Y'all got me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was wrong. I was wrong. So a big issue that came up, um it was Tatum versus Randall for a spot, and I thought they could possibly both yes. make the third team, and I thought that they're both – playing well like it comes at a point where there's so much splitting hairs i'll give it to whoever's team ends up with a slightly big that, that's where i'm at with that and the other one i got which to me was ridiculous and you know i love me some zion williamson watching him play most of the night but i just don't think you can give it where the pelicans are and then especially yeah. with the way, the way zion plays defense right now at this point in his career versus how he yeah. plays it I don't think you could consider him for a spot over Randall this year. Uh, and then the playmaking difference,
1: yeah, absolutely right. not. Zion right. is not – yeah, Zion's more advanced dominant as a scorer, but he is not playing, you know, basketball better than Randall. Right, that's you what know, they, Randall's right. Randall's more skilled. Randall's a better defender. Randall's going to be on all-NBA teams. Zion will not, most likely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a penalty forward because Randall and Tatum will be on all-NBA teams. Like you said, whoever is going to be second, whoever's going to be third is probably going to come down to the record. Whoever finishes better will probably take the second. If Paul George is not that second, if Paul George is there, they'll just both take third. So
0: right, that's what it is. It's, yeah. it's like, going yeah, to be wanna, yeah, the, the, the Zion thing. I was like, I was giving real pushback to, like, nah. And I'd be watching the games, rooting for the Pelicans to win too. But I'm just, especially defensively, I'm just, I'm not seeing it uh, yeah. this, this season. You can't do it, and like said, playmaking yeah. too. Yeah. They're not going to put Zion even though they would want to,
1: they're not going to do that. Um, the minute Zion makes the playoff game he'll be he'll be in the on NBA team
0: Last thing, the bingo bongo um uh, so I have been all season on the side of kind of playing it safe with the you know resting star players in certain amount x amount of years. Shortened season, uh, playing a long game. I just feel like the Nets, and I said this, uh, tweeted this earlier it's a lot of it is not their fault. You know, some guys are just banged up. You got Katie Go coming back from Achilles, it's gonna be natural nights he has to sit just because he's sore, uh, hardened. I think that is a Nets fault because he was playing an insane amount of minutes leading up to that hamstring injury. That's a wear and tear injury throughout the season. Uh, Kyrie's PTO. I'm not going to scoff at mental health. I understand that he has issues that I'm very respectful of, so I'm not even going to crack a joke there, especially with the stuff he's actually put his actions behind. Um, I put out a tweet. I said, I think the Nets are towing that Clipper line, where it's, you know, yes, stay healthy, but at the same time, there's no – very little with any continuity. I, I saw ESPN summing up a few – Weeks ago, as far as teams to win a championship with their three, you know, top guys not playing together, next amount. Of I think the lowest was the Bulls in '98 at forty, and that is off a of three P where guys have two seasons of continuity built up. They know what they're doing. The next was the Lakers, who were a little bit above that, but again, third season going forth, yeah, third day. season continuity. Clipper the Nets they're at seven games with Harden, KD, and Kyrie together. And I think it's approaching that point where we have to ask, is that something we have to look at?
1: It's something people want to downplay. Right, okay, exactly. they, want to, they want to say, oh, there's already you no know, chemistry from KD and Harden playing together eight years ago. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, where Harden had a completely different play style. Right. Granted, that it's a place to, he can still play with Katie because he's a playmaker and he facilitates better. And granted, they have good offensive you know, offensive games that mesh. But when we talk about chemistry,
0: playoff basketball,
1: we play together, we talk about playoff basketball, we talk about in the, in the deep waters. We talk about when you need a certain bucket, who do you go to? are you going to be comfortable with Kyrie playing hero ball over KD and KD got mismatched you know what i'm saying are you going to be comfortable with Harden taking a step back three you know what i'm saying over, over Kyrie who's been you know on fire most of the game but you're doing a switch on and Harden feels comfortable taking a step back three over the center who just switched on you know what i'm saying like these are the things that when you play over and over again, and you build up the reps, you kind of understand, okay, this is what we have to do when the defense says this, when we get this look, this is what we should go to. That's more easier to do when you have the reps built up. The muscle memory is easier to do. When you don't have the reps, you, it's, 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 you're prone to more experimental errors. That
0: you, man, man, I was supposed to say that. <laughs> you're
1: prone to more experimental errors because you haven't played enough. And Look, people are putting a lot of stock into the Nets' talent. Um, you really have to believe that this is the most talented team ever to think you can just overlook the defense. Was already something that we were doing a lot overlooking, right? And it did get better. So let's let's say that. it did get better. They have tried to address it. But then you had then you have the health. You know the. Are they durable because they're playing a lot of minutes, and now you're seeing effect Harden, who's been one of the most durable guys ever. KD is obviously Kyrie's obviously had injury history. KD's obviously had injury history. Now you have the chemistry, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are three things that cost teams titles every year, yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, every absolutely. single year. So, I, like I told people, if the Nets win this year the ch- championship you kind of have to change how you look at basketball <laughs> like, like from a philosophical standpoint you have to change how you look at basketball because they've literally just thrown every conventional wisdom and to top it all off they have a rookie
0: head coach see that's the that's what it is a mix of so but many like moving you, parts so know, many you, moving like, parts
1: it's just all conventional wisdom just thrown out the window <laughs> And I'm sorry, I told people all year, I'm sorry. I've watched basketball for too long. I have never seen this before. So I'm not (laughs) going to say that it's going to work. If it works, if they prove it correct, I'm ready to say, okay, I was wrong. This can work. I am not going to go against what I know the game of basketball to be because. I don't like Kevin Durant the way some, some people do. I don't like Kyrie Irving the way some people do. I don't like Harden the way some people do. I'm not a Nets fan. So I'm not inclined to go against my understanding of basketball to say these people are going to win a championship. I'm not going to do that. I respect these guys. I respect what they've accomplished. I respect their talents. But I also know there's been other talented guys who have played together before and lost. <laughs> you know what I mean? This They won't be the first. They won't be the last. You know what I mean? Like.
0: So that's just all it is, man. We'll see. that's all you can say we'll see yeah, and i'm uh, yeah i'm I'm, I'm kind of with you on the majority of that I will say I said this, I don't think they have pieces that they sorely depend on, like the Clippers did last year right. that people were saying that's not playoff, you know playable, like they don't have a Lou Williams where he like he's effective during the season, but he won't be in a play. I don't think yeah, they have a big, piece that they depend. I think that's the major difference where
1: big, big said that a lot. They're not yeah. depending on true Lou Williams and Trez. Right, exactly. Heavily. Like not the Lakers aren't even depending on Trez. Right. That's you know what I'm
0: that's saying. One. Yeah. And that's, that's so that big. so yeah, I agree. I just think that man, a, a lot of my thing, like I said, I'm holding on this cliff to Philly. I'm like, dude, y'all been through the fire. Ben, Toby, Joel. This is your best shot. This is your third playoff run together. This is your third playoff run together. Everybody else is new, new coaches, guys haven't been in and out of the lineup, dude. This is my last time, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. And in the interest of fairness, uh, we are Laker fans, but we don't want to be biased. So that same question has that crept into your mind with the Lakers. For me, uh, it's a it's a slightly less of a worry because they went through the fire last year, so there's something to go fall back on and you still got your you know, your KCP, your Kuz, your Keefe, right? The only big pieces, you know, semi-big pieces, you, you replace both centers with Drummond and Gasol, right? But everybody else has pretty much been through. And then Wesley Matthews is a vet. He's been through some playoff battles. He understands what his role is going to be. So does that rest versus rest thing for the Lakers carry the same weight for you as it does with the Nets?
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I actually think it does. I'm going to be 100% 100%, honest with you. And I'll put you like this. The Lakers are definitely, should be able to walk through the West. But I am starting to get bothered by the type of continuity and the type of reps the Clippers are getting. Man,
0: look, man, look.
1: (laughs) To what the Lakers are not getting. Uh, Paul George has never looked this good this <laughs> late into the season in the longest time. And, you know, the Clippers are getting a lot, certain role players comfortable. You no, know, they're playing man more. Reggie Jackson looks better this year. Look, 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 look. Dennis shooter has not had, that have, has not played that much games with Anthony Davis. That's not good. You know what That's I'm saying? Fair. like That's That's People were talking about, well, it, like somebody, people are some people are saying he already built better, you know, um, better, um, you know, better chemistry with Drummond than he has with AD. You know, throwing lobs and with Drummond throwing lobs with Damian Jones. Um, part of that is because he's getting to handle the ball more because he has to, and this comes into some people's critique with how the the offense ran with Lebron AD, and how when I was critiquing earlier with how much. People kept how much they kept trying to feed those guys to get them numbers in ISO looks in terms of AD in the post, you know, Braun doing his thing. Uh, it didn't help with fostering uh, a chemistry with Dennis. And you know, and you know that Dennis is gonna be needed, you know what I'm saying, to switch bust on the nets, to take pressure off and Braun is off, and, and you know, to and to, and to help run the offense with Brian with AD or with any of the bench bigs. So, for me, they need to establish that. Um, they need to establish chemistry with Dennis, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. The only thing that I feel good in is the fact that when you close with those three and with Caruso and KCP, you had an elite closing line. I'm talking about if you look right. at those
0: the numbers, whoo, in incredible. My, in, in my... I share some of those sentiments that you said, but the reason my concern is not as high as it would be with with the nets, no matter what the Lakers are coming to defend that for me, that no matter who's on the floor, you're going to have to work for baskets.
1: It's, it's two things for me. It's the defense. Like you said, that will never go away. So that will, Defense will always keep you in games. This right, absolutely. The, absolutely. This is why the Knicks are what they were. This is why the Cavs were competing earlier. This is why the Lakers still look, you know. This is why the Magic, even though they have G leaguers, still compete, right? You no, know, here and there because you play defense. Like people understand when you play defense, you are going to have a chance to win games because you are always gonna you are going to make the game slow and you are going to give yourself a chance to win at the end. Where if you are just trying to run and outshoot teams, you don't have enough talent. You are always going to lose. You know what I'm saying? So, so defense is, is a great equalizer for teams with less talent. So, they have that, and then they have two. LeBron James plays for defense. So, right. at the end of the day, <laughs> he's, he's the one who's run the offense. You're talking about one of the greatest, arguably, if not the greatest, IQ player in basketball history, or at least up there with guys like CP3Kid, you know what I'm saying? Magic. Like, LeBron James plays for them. So, He's gonna understand what guys need to do. He's gonna be in the film room letting guys know, hey, we gotta do this, we gotta execute this, we need to practice on this. So LeBron James attention to detail in the film room with his IQ is going to and you know and his familiarity with at least he's played with these guys recently, you know, even though AD hasn't had as much time to play with these guys. LeBron has played with these guys uh a lot. So he knows, you know, Dennis's skill sets, he knows. Caruso's, he knows, you know, West, you know what I'm saying? So he's going to be, he's going to be able to use the fact that he's played more with them than AD to understand where they need to be. And uh, I think that's why they can get it done. They do need to get play. They do need to get regular season games going. Like they need to play regular season games together. Um, they need to find a way to stay in that four or five so that they can, you know, build up rounds to where they can build up chemistry in the earlier rounds before they get to the deeper rounds. I think that'll help too. I think the four or five spot is, sweet for, is a sweet spot for Lakers because I don't see the Clippers or Suns trying to purposely get the one seed so that they can take the chance on playing the Lakers in the second round. That's crazy. So, the, the, the,
0: the Jazz have their best season ever and they might got to play Steph in the first round
1: and then LeBron in the second round. Yeah, so, you know, I don't think the Clippers and, Suns are trying to I mean you can just look at from the Suns I mean they got blown out by the Spurs and the Spurs had like nobody they literally got fined for resting players and they blew the Suns out by like, 20 plus we so you can yeah. see that some things are going on it's some seeding shenanigans going on in the, in the west right now <laughs> I like you know, that it's, <laughs> to happen, but it's some seeding stuff that you're kind of just scratching your head like okay what's 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 the mess? What's the memo with with in the locker room right now? You know what I mean? But
0: and that's and somebody brought that up. I think that's the reason eventually the NBA is gonna adopt the uh, the football the football model where you play the best of who's left. It reseeds every round, and I think that's eventually where it's gonna head because this happens every year.
1: (laughs) It it literally does, and they really just need to go to you. Just play with the best of who's available. So you can just avoid people trying to be in certain brackets because. (laughs) It's, it's clearly people. Are, it's clearly people are avoiding the Lakers at this point. I mean, they nobody's trying to see them until the later round. So absolutely. So so, so you know LeBron and AD. I think it's important for them to come back and, and build that chemistry as a full squad unit, especially with certain new pieces like Drummond coming and Ben McAdams coming. It's right. important for them to build that. Uh, we'll see. I mean, health and continuity and chemistry are going to be super important in these playoffs. And the Clippers right now have the most of all the elite teams. They have the most of that. So,
0: yeah, I think, yeah, that's going to be crazy. You know, Philly too, you know, with their main three guys being their third playoff yeah. run, but we'll see what happens, man. That was, uh, we'll see. Once again, thank you guys for tapping in, hit that follow and subscribe button, uh, follow it. Myself on Twitter, J.J. Maples, underscore 55, J.J. Maples, 55, underscore MST. Follow It's Kings, bruh. Tap in with us. Let us know what you thought about the pod. Any questions, anything you want to hear us cover, you know, we consider it all. Appreciate you guys tapping in. Hit that follow and subscribe button. And thank you for tapping in. We are out of here.